Welcome aboard. Hello, and welcome to our podcast. This is the Meaningful Nonsense Podcast, episode 18. Hello. How are you doing today? In your life, wherever you are listening to this, how are you doing? The listener. I want to know how you are. So you know what? Maybe you should tell us. Please leave a rating. Leave a comment, whether it be on YouTube, the podcast app via iPhone, or Spotify. I, I don't know if you can even rate on Spotify. I think you can. Can you fact. leave? Can you leave feedback? I honestly have no idea. I have no idea on that. I one, went out on a limb, and I may have <laughs> fell face first. And of course, we are always on YouTube talking to you. I'm pointing at the camera. I know you can't see it if you're listening to it. On your commute? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On your... Maybe you're in bed listening to us to fall asleep because we're that boring. I don't know. Maybe there's somebody out there listening in their bed. They're getting an ASMR type experience from this. Yeah. You're listening to our mouth clicks, our drinkage. Yeah. We always have our drinkage. Every single episode. The point point that I'm trying to make with this, this intro here is... We don't know if anybody's listening because nobody says they're listening. Right, you gotta say it, or you gotta say how it. Are you gonna know? I mean, you, you gotta can... say it so that we know how to improve. What did you <coughs> like? What did you not like? <coughs> Pardon me. Yeah. Um, did you listen to three seconds and want to not be here anymore? Which is possible. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's very possible. But as we grow, as we get better. Hopefully we have more listeners, and hopefully more of you share what it is about an episode, about the podcast as a whole, about our outfits. He's much, he's way better dressed than I am. Nah, I'm the slouch of the come show. On. I mean, come on, no. I'm, a, I'm the slouch on the show. Let's. That's it. That's it. That's it, and that's it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and address the elephant in the room. What's that? There's still no Dolan. And as far as I know, there is not ever going to be again. <laughs> I don't... I think Dolan... You know, we made jokes about it in that stretch where Dolan was not here, not available for whatever reason. Sickness. Sickness, yeah. Um, Just being exhausted from work. Because I, I get it. I do get it. You <sighs> take... You take time oh. out of your... You know, I'll, I'll get to that thought in a second. But... The point is, is I don't think you're going to see Dolan again. He may be featured. He may be a guest from time to time. But overall, he's not a regular. He's not a regular anymore. That piece is gone. It will now be rebranded. as two guys, one couch. <laughs> uh, we haven't decided on on any of that yet. But... <laughs> That's a real possibility. We could just change the entire direction of the podcast at this point. This is a critical... It's a critical intersection in the route, the trajectory of this podcast in time. Uh, Yeah, of us doing audio or in this medium. This, I mean, where we go from here could... I'm not going to say break because we don't... We're just getting started here, all right? It's, It's... it's been a total of like five months that we've actually yeah. recorded. 
And what a big learning experience. Yeah, for sure. So it could make it. We could make it big. It could. We could become true crime. I know last week I spoke a little bit of crime junk crime junkie podcast. Right. Um I don't I don't actually think that. I just said that <laughs> to see what I could get. Uh what kind of reaction I could get, but Right. I mean, we could uh, totally change. I don't know. I don't think I want to change. I like well, what we do. If the need to change arises, we will follow. Absolutely. Because that's that's what it's all about. In life, in your ventures, your career, education, family life, personal, whatever it may be, you have the ability to do with it what you want. Yeah, absolutely. What What you do, how much work you put in, directly affects it. Do you have an internal or external locus of control? Golly, I just dropped, I'm going to have to leave. <laughs> I dropped a serious question. I don't know what any of that meant. Question. You know, I, you know you, side note, locus of control. I, I've been reading a lot of um, motivational uh, right, bits, right. articles. Speaking, in, I mean, our first, ev- our first ever episode of this podcast was on motivation. It it was, yeah. And I barely touched, scratched the surface on how many theories, psychological, right, anatomical, whoa, just in any way that the human body <clears throat> can output. I haven't touched on even a fraction. No. Uh, of how many ways you can think about motivation. Right. It was just, it was one episode. Yeah, it was just, It was a spontaneous burst of, oh my gosh, I got to get up, do this now. If I don't, I'm a failure kind of thing. Like yeah. What we called, um, what did we A jolt it? motivation. Jolt motivation. Yeah. Out of nowhere. But internal, external, external locus control in very short way is... Do you take your motivation from inside you, internally, how you're going to put out maximum effort to get what you want, or do you think, well, I didn't go to the gym today because it was raining, mm. there, somebody flipped me off on my way to the gym, I, I just turned around. Yep. Do you let other things motivate you, or do you drive, well, if I go to the gym, I work out for an hour and a half, I will get better. Yourself. Yourself. You get it from inside you. The will. Right. I yeah. I think there's good to both. Yeah, no, you there you're taking factors from each side externally and internally. External could be a coach. Yeah. Or a boss or somebody who A motivational speaker. Yeah. Makes you Alright, I can do this. But I do think internally is where you conjure up most of your motivation. If you really want to push through and and win. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're the one that's got to do it, not the motivational speaker. Yeah, it's it's your life. It's your days. It's your weeks. It's your months. How are, right. you, gonna, how are you going to impact those? How are you going to use them for your benefit to grow, to be better educated, to learn more, to be less ignorant on all topics you can always Absolutely. learn something everybody can learn something any minute of every day which gets me 
<laughs> to the bulk of what I want to talk about today. So, I, it's well established. I'm a, I'm a parent now. I'm 24 years old. Uh, feels very young. I feel very young still. Well, but, that's because you are. Yeah, and and I come to that realization every once in a while that I'm still very young. Yes. I, uh, relatively. I don't, yeah, relatively. Um, Age-wise, what is the average life expectancy nowadays? Late uh, just 60s? Early 70s, I think. Early 70s. So, if we're going off of strictly average life expectancy, obviously it's a little bit morbid when I think maybe I only have 45 years left. Absolutely. I don't want to think that way. Because then you start to mope. You start letting other things affect you more than just, okay, I can do this still. Yeah. I can live this amount of life still. You start yeah. thinking about the end date too much. Right. Okay, so I'm a parent, relatively young. Time feels like it goes so much faster now than it did even five years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Especially compared to... Let's say when you were five. Yeah. And uh, is it just me or did the school years, <laughs> is what I call them, five to around 18. Yeah. Did they not just drag on it's, each day feeling like a chore just to get to the next one? Yeah. To get to Friday. To have those two precious days off, Saturday and Sunday. Absolutely. How? It was such a long... That yeah, five to eighteen was such a long stretch of time. It seemed even now, like wow, that is a huge chunk of life. And if you think about zero to eighteen, how fast that goes by, and then compare that to eighteen to thirty-six, I have a feeling the second eighteen <laughs> goes by faster. Yeah, absolutely, and. I I was speaking to a coworker, um, which he actually turned me on to the idea, this theory. I don't know much about it. I've done a little bit of research. I don't know who does did the mass um, the work. Okay. But this is this is what he said, and it it's kind of got it got me thinking, and that's what I want to talk about today. Your zero through one, All right, is the one hundred percent of your lifespan. So when you turn one, that you... that's a hundred percent of your life. Right. Each month, added on a little bit. So I, I don't want to break it down into that percentages, but I'm talking about strictly years. Zero yeah. through one is your whole life. One through two is now half of your life. Right, because now you're turning two, but you've just lived a year. Yeah. Out of two. Yep. So that year was half of your life. And then so on and so forth. You got two through three, 33.3333% of your life. Right. Three through four was 25% of your life. So you're sensing a pattern here. Each life that, or each year that you are alive. Yes. Becomes less of a percentage of your life. Yes. So nine through 10, you just lived one tenth of your life. Yeah. In one year. You, t- you turn 100. You lived... You lived a 100th of your life. Of your entire time. life. So if you've made it over 100, each year 
should feel faster. Because it's... Yeah, you've so. already lived 99 years. Right. You, you've you now had 365 days 99 times, and you're on your 100th. Yeah. So, your perception is that each as you grow up, each year becomes faster because you've already lived so many other years it's i like it's a good it's a good explanation it's a good theory yeah because it's no wonder it goes by in what we perceive to be as more rapid yeah each day feels a little bit shorter oh am i really already in the car on my commute to work (laughs) it feels like i just left yesterday yeah Am I really already starting a really new week already? over? Yeah. Yeah. Is it already Monday? Is it already summer again? Yeah. Is it about to be Halloween? Yes, it is. Again? I feel like I just was at the last Halloween bash. And that was two years ago that I'm remembering. Absolutely. So, your memories and all this that have been stacked up at whatever point juncture you are in life. Yeah. Each one is being lived as less of a percent of your life. Yeah. And that just blew my mind. I, yes. And I think something that goes along with that pretty well is the idea that as a one-year-old, every experience is a novel one. That's very true. It is usually your first experience. When you're 100, how many new experiences are there to be had? Not many. Yeah, and obviously besides the like more radical things, like a 100-year-old person's probably not going to go skydiving if they haven't already. Right. Or they're not going to go base jumping. Yeah. Or thrill any, any major thrill like that that you haven't lived yeah. at that point in your life. You're probably not going to have many new experiences if you're obviously if you're not a parent already. Right. You don't get that experience or any things like that, but that's getting too into it. Yeah. The point is is you're not going to have very many firsts at 100 years <laughs> of age. So the idea being that when you're young, almost every day something novel or new mm-hmm. is happening. And novel things are, they don't slow down time, but think about when you're 40, commute to work, go home, eat, sleep. You you get more into a routine, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's another way to look at it, but it goes hand in hand, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So... And I and also another and speaking to that novel type ideas, yeah. I'm gonna it's gonna feel new to me when my kids go to school. That'll slow it down a little bit. That'll yes. make that for that year will probably go by in my mind perceived. I'll perceive it as, oh, this year went by a little bit slower. Took a little bit longer. There's a lot of firsts. Yeah, their first field trip, their first. Halloween party that one of the parents have to go to. Do I take off work? Do I not take off work? Yeah. Their kindergarten graduation. Right. And then each year something a little bit that might that might make my perception of time go by a little bit slower at that point just because it is a novel. Right. A novel thing. And that's going to happen rel- at a relatively young age for me. 
Yeah. I'll be what? In a couple years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll, I won't even be 30 by the time they graduate kindergarten. Oh, no. Oh, no. And by the time they're in high school, I won't even be in my 40s. When they start their freshman year. Right. Because they're very close in age. <laughs> Could possibly be in the same grade depending on how their birthdays lie. Wow. Yeah. 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 Which um, is not... It's just kind of a good thing. Actually, you know, they're almost a year apart, so they might end up being in that, like, kindergarten first, first, second type, yeah. type thing. But... But it's kind of a good thing. It's more. It's it should be more years. We're with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Basically. Mm-hmm. You'll have both of them. Yeah. Until they graduate, move out, whatever that may be. Yeah. So, and then, since we've got in this, how we perceive time type things. Another thing I wanted to talk about was. You always hear motivation podcasts or any type of mindset podcast talking about time is money. Yeah. If we view time as currency, are we spending it the way we should? It's by far the most valuable. It is. Absolutely. No amount of money that no. you can make, that you can hustle, grind. Yeah. Do you ever get time back? No, you can't buy it. Folks. Obviously, if you have money, you have money saved, you have assets. Yeah. That's going to make your time more valuable. Yeah. Or it's going to make you feel more valuable with your time. Right. Ooh, I spent this time, 20 years, to amass this wealth. Yeah. Now I get to retire at 45. Yeah. Obviously, that that would be that doesn't happen very often because that's hard to do nowadays. Absolutely. But if that is if if that's what you want and how you get your life, yeah. If you retire at forty five, and the average life expectancy is seventy, you get twenty five years to literally just do whatever you wanted that you didn't get to do in the prime of your life because yeah. you were working. Oh yeah, it's the classic trade off. That one. Yeah, absolutely. And if time is truly is currency, I, it, it, my mind wanders to these areas that I don't ever want to watch another hour of TV ever again. Because is it worth it? Well, it's oh, looking, in your mind, yeah. how it makes you feel, just mindlessly watching an hour of television. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's it's absolutely grand. It's not bad. I'll no, say that. Because but it, go ahead. You'll never remember it. Never. That That's about what I was going to say. It, it doesn't really add anything to your life. Yeah, you might have got a giggle. You might have got to relax, chill in bed, chill on the couch, headphones in, world out. Yeah. Watching one of your favorite TV shows. It's, it's like we were talking about last week. Stranger Things Season 3 was wonderful. Right. And it gave us a topic of conversation. Yeah. It's not that you should never do it, folks. No, absolutely. But should you do it less? Probably. <laughs> you know, I um, I work, and I want more money because money's nice. So I've juggled the idea around of I, I have been a Postmates driver, folks. I've done it. 
Right. Not, I not think a lot. You may have even said that on the pod before. Yeah. I ha- I'm not a lot, but I've wanted to do it for four or five hours a night, a couple of nights, three nights a week, just for the extra money. Yeah. Just to have. But I don't want to. Yeah. When I get home from my actual job, I don't want to do that. Oh, no. But should I do that? Oh, that's, that's, see, that's the, that's the hard question to answer right there. Should we work harder to get this podcast to grow? Yeah. Maybe. That's a question for us to talk about outside of the podcast. But what if it never amounts to anything and we're just literally doing it, uploading it weekly, uh, yeah. and it's just fun? Right. And only our family listens to it. Is that worth doing it? I, I think so. I think it's fun enough. Well, Maybe so, we'll get some other audience out of it. There's so much worse things you we could be doing, like watching telly. Exactly. Do, did this taking an hour of our day, or maybe at the total end of it, two hours of cost. So even if we, assign, if we assigned a monetary value to our time right now, I'm, I don't know what the average wage in the United States is. Right. I would assume I somewhere either. around $10. It's such an easy. I don't want to do nine seventy five. I don't want to do eleven twenty five. Just ten dollars. Okay. And say and so if time really is money, just sign currency to it. Ten dollars an hour. Yeah. Do you waste twenty dollars two hours <laughs> watching TV, or do you put twenty dollars as an investment into something that could possibly right. be beneficial later on? Well, yeah, you do the latter. Yeah, you do, but not always do you want to. No, you rarely want to. Uh huh. And I could pull out all the crazy stats. How there's eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a day, and you sleep almost twenty nine thousand of those if you Whoa. get the average eight hours. Well, think I've broken it down many times. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you get eight hours of sleep, which most of us don't. Let's just say you do. And let's just say you work eight hours. There's 16, but... What's gone? You're a commuter. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that's going to add another two. There's 18. So now you're, you're you're left with six. Six. So spend it wisely. Mm-hmm. How, if that is the, the route you've chosen, you work a classic, we'll call it nine to five, but I know, obviously, you could work six to two or in any variation of an eight-hour day. Yeah. What do you do with those six hours? <laughs> I know for sure. I'm just going to tell everybody right now, 30 to 45 minutes of that is just sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I guarantee it. Because <laughs> you like that moment of just, uh, I'm literally doing nothing. Oh, it yeah. feels nice. You long for it. You want that because all day you've been doing something. Yeah. Any, whether it's physical or you're sitting at a desk. Mm-hmm. I've done both. Both of them. At the end of the day, you're you're running on twenty percent. Oh, you got to yeah. go on low power mode. You're spent. You're spent. I absolutely agree. I mean, we. It does. It, it's, it's exhausting. Yeah. Draining mentally, physically. Just knowing that you were required <laughs> to be at a set place 
for eight hours. Right. You had to. Yeah. And then the commuting is just a Ugh. headache. I, I'm sorry. It's the worst way to spend your day. I hate it. It is, yeah. Absolutely a- hate it. But you have to. How else are you, how else are you going to work? Not very many people make a solid amount of money. I know it happens. I know a lot of people work from home. I know. I want to do it, but I know that I couldn't. Because how do you do eight hours at home? Right. When you have so many distractions. But anyways, unless you work from home. Well, you could live closer, but there's... It's, it is a trade-off because you, you don't want to live closer. Something. No, you don't. You don't want to be closer. Right. Because then you'll get pulled in. <laughs> I, I truly believe that happens. Yeah, But I, I don't want my six hours to go by as fast as they do. Because they do. Right. I Perception. Mean, it's funny. The six hours... Those six hours compared to six at work, woo. It's night and day. Yeah, it is. It's basically like your first year at work, it's your first year of life. (laughs) And then when you get home, it's your 25th year. It really is. It really is. Now that was professional podcasting right there. It was. (laughs) And I've done experiments, like, to try to slow down the six hours. By doing absolutely nothing but staring at a clock. Mm-hmm. Not literally, but knowing, being aware of time passing. Yeah, being very aware. And like, oh, it's been thirty minutes. It helps. Oh, some. it's been twenty minutes. Oh, it's been ten. Because then you're perceiving time as a little bit slower because each time you look at the clock, yeah. this is exactly what happens at work. Yeah, because you're looking at the clock. Oh, do I get to go home? No. Oh, do I get to go home? No. If you're super busy and not even look, you haven't looked at the time in hours at work. It goes by faster, obviously. Oh, yeah. The times... Me and my sister have had many conversations about it. We we arrive at 5.30. Clock in. Mm-hmm. Get a break maybe around 7.38. That 8.30 is the fastest 30 minutes of the whole shift. Because it's the time you want to go slow. The break time? Yeah. Yeah. You want it to go slow. Yeah. But it doesn't. You're back at work very quick. You look at the clock, it's 8.45, and it feels like it's been an hour since you've been on of a break. <laughs> it's been 15 minutes. <laughs> and then you, then you look again, and it's 8.47. Right. And then you don't look. You just get busy. Yeah. It's 12.02, and you're like, wow, I've only got two yeah. hours left. Yeah. Then that last hour is always the slowest. Right. The last hour of work. The last hour is always the slowest. Because you are looking at the clock a lot. Yeah. But sometimes there'll be an hour like the 11 o'clock hour that for some reason is, I like to call it the slowest hour of all time. (laughs) I'll say that in my head. This is the slowest hour of all time. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. They just feel slow. Check the clock 30 times. That's what's going to happen. Which is weird, because, you know, we've sat here and I, I've said that your 25th year takes l- less time. You perceive it to be less than your first year. Yeah. But your seventh going into your last hour feels like the longest. Yeah. 
when it shouldn't. Because <laughs> you've already done seven other hours. You're in your eighth hour. Right, right. No, it doesn't. Because you're looking at the clock. Yeah, which is time. Mm-hmm. That's how we tell time. At the end time. of the day. The sun goes down. The moon comes out. The moon goes out. The sun comes up. Every day. No matter yeah. if there's a clock or not. Right. That is a human-made construction. Yeah. It's, it is. Time, as we know it, is a construction of the human brain. Right. We, we basically took a, a calendar year, a full cycle of the seasons, mm-hmm. and just split that into 12 pieces. Split each of those 12 into four pieces. Split each of those four pieces into seven, and so on, and and that has to do with moon phases and whatnot. But yeah, there's I mean there's a lot of science behind it. But at the end of the day, it's just a it is just a framework that was fit around the day the days and nights. Yep. There's light and there's dark. Yeah. But does that make it go faster? Applying such framework? Applying that framework? Do you think if we just lived... It would be interesting. We'll never know. No. Because there's no way... If we didn't put a number on the days, or a year, or anything, it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. But we'll never know, because it's we already have that mentality. Yeah. I know... I already, since I know that framework, I know that, okay, if I'm sitting here, it's pos- it's almost dusk. Right. It might have been a few hours. I'm going to think that yeah. automatically. Cause yeah, I've like, been here, here's a question. That. How long have we been talking? I, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I've maybe 25, 30 minutes. That's right on the money, 30 minutes. Hooey. That's a good guess. So, you, it, and it just came second nature. I had yeah. to think on it for a few seconds. Yeah. I was taken aback. But then I thought, you know what, probably half an hour. Yeah. It's because it's what we learned. It's, it, it's it, what we know. And it does work. It works. It works well. It's very efficient. So, what... A, since we've talked about the construct of time and the framework we touched on a little bit do everybody perceives time differently your time is not the same as my time because we have different responsibilities right different ideas different everybody is their own human yeah and we're not going to get too meta not going to get this huge macro thought about yeah. I mean obviously everybody's time is time. That's the same. Right. And you can you can slow time down literally. Uh-huh. For example, in a life-threatening situation. You you actually due to the adrenaline, you actually time actually does slow down. Yeah, you that's It's like absolutely. the frame rate speeds up like a high-speed camera. Ooh, true. That's a good one. That's kind of what it's like. You actually take more brain images, but that's because you're fueled fueled by 
Adrenaline. Yeah, chemicals being rushed into your brain. Your body's secreting. Or however, that whatever <laughs> terminology you would use for having adrenaline being pumped through your system. Yeah, I don't even know. Does your brain create adrenaline? I don't think so, but I don't I'm know. I'm ignorant on that the topic. Adrenal- I'm going to have... Oh, the adrenal glands. Yeah, the adrenal glands pump adrenaline. I think so, yeah. But that's part of your brain. The adrenal gland is. Probably. Yeah, so that pumps through your body to give you that flight or f- fight or flight stimulant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if... I mean, if you were being abducted, that time is going to fill... Yeah. Or like a car wreck. Oh, yeah. You, it time it happened feels slower slow. than it really did. Yeah. When you, if if I was just watching it, it just looks like ping. Yeah. Car hit another car. But or the whatever. person that got in the wreck like made a bunch of decisions in that half a second. They say say you're coming. You're a road, not stop sign, just running east and west. Mm-hmm. North and south, at an intersection, are stop signed. Okay. The person going. South decides I'm gonna turn left. Yeah, on the east and west road, as somebody is already driving that direction. Right. Like, and now, in that moment, they have not only decided I'm gonna slow down up to the stop sign. I'm gonna look both ways. Is there something coming from the other direction? Left and right, checking those directions, and yeah. somehow, in whatever facet that. That moment, they decided, and it wasn't the right decision. Yeah. So there's a wreck. Yeah. But in that, in their, like, in what they perceived that as is way, took way longer. Yeah. Than if I was coming up behind the person and had watched the wreck. Oh, yeah. To me, it just looks like bang, bang. Yeah. But to them, it was, holy crap, is this person pulling out in front of me? Holy crap, do I stop? And you'll experience it. I tried it. stopping, and then boom, hit him. You will experience it just like all of a sudden if you have to swerve or slam on the brakes. Just how fast your reaction oh, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. You're boom. Yeah. I did that the other day. Good. I was just driving, and all of a sudden. It's better than hitting them, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know that. You know when you're not actually trying to cause. <laughs> you're not distracted at all. You're just driving, and you're like thinking. Thinking really hard. All of a sudden, you realize that that light's red, and the people in front of you are stopped, and you're like, oh, sh-. Yeah. That moment feels like forever. Oh, yeah. I could have just hit that person. And then you feel embarrassed. You do. Because Did anybody see that? Because the they person did. In front. Yeah, they absolutely did. They were looking in the mirror. I always look at <laughs> my mirrors. Yeah. Almost just because that's what you're supposed to do anyways. But Yeah, they saw some crazy guy coming to a screeching halt. Like, what the F, bro? Yeah. Did you even see us? Were you on your phone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And half the time, I'm not. I'm no, truly not. Be, yeah. I mean, that happens, with, like, that happens without distraction. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird. And also, I have a question. I read somewhere that somebody had a dream that to them felt like it was 70 years. I woke up and there's, it's Just, been eight hours. Yeah. Do you when your body is asleep, right? Is your body and brain aware of time? Oh, that's a question that you should ask. 
but I can't answer. Obviously. I don't think. Obviously, we cannot answer that. But yeah, it's a good question. And yeah, sometimes you'll have a marathon dream. Yeah, that feels like forever. Just goes on and you on. Spend days and days in that dream. And sometimes it really wasn't that long. Because it's usually in that last, yeah, like part of sleep. I, the stages I used to know them. Your REM sleep, right? Your shallow, whatever that stage of sleep is called. It's like where one you're through five. Away. Yeah, five is the deepest. Absolutely, and it happens in what four, three or four. The dreams? Yeah, or is it M5? Is it the deepest know. part of your sleep? I, I don't think it is. I feel like in your deepest part of your sleep, your body's just like as close yeah. as it can be to right. running on empty. Yeah. You're recharging at that point. Yeah, that's a good thing. But yeah, yeah, the marathon dreams, they a lot of times I'll, it'll be like during a snooze. So you, you snooze your alarm. And then you and dream you start in having that a marathon dream. Six that minutes felt like days or however long the dream was, but really it was just a snooze amount of time. Now dreams are their own interesting beast. We can have a whole podcast on dreams. Yeah, I've had some very funky dreams, and I know that you have your brain. You have dreams based upon instances or things that have happened to you most of the time yeah and you can even wake up the next day and think that's weird i guess that was influenced by that yeah absolutely and then some people even have the ability to lucid dream where they can it's almost like if you were looking at a blank canvas and you decided to draw something just from i don't have this artistic ability but if you threw up on the page something from your brain yeah when you're dreaming do you just construct whatever it is that you could be thinking of if you were awake? I guess. I I don't know. That's strange. But yeah, you'll have obviously terrifying dreams. Uh-huh. But great dreams too. Mm-hmm. I had I had a recurring dream for three to four years. It wasn't every night. A great dream or a terrifying no, horrid, one? Horrid horrid terrifying dream. There you go, folks. And it was a very strange dream. I'm going to go ahead and explain it. Oh, no. So, and I think it was spurred about when I was younger. My father worked in good old Oklahoma at uh, a job that he was at at the time. Right. And I went with him. And in I, a dream? Yeah, and he worked overnight. So I was there. Nobody was there. It was, no, this is real life. Oh, this was real life. Was in his office, slept in the chair. Woke up the next day and went home. Yeah. Literally not even that big of a just thing. It was just cool that I was at his work. Yeah. And from that, I started having this weird dream where I get woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> at the office? No, at home. Okay. And we he's waking me up to go to work oh, yeah. with him. It's his morning. It's I'm in the middle of the night, obviously. Yeah. And he takes me. We get in the car. And I construct this whole imagine. Yeah. Imaginary driveway. Yeah, it's not down the backyard. The scenes are never. They're the same. Ne- no, they're not. So, I we had a front yard and a driveway out, totally opposite direction, and the backyard was. Maybe it was maybe like a four acre lot, five acre place. Right. 
so out the back, I just in my mind construct this this entire new landscape and this big huge hill. Yeah. And I'm we're driving down the back driveway, maybe like thirty <laughs> seconds of driving. Yeah. And we come up this big hill and there's a weird masked man oh, yeah? atop the hill. This is pretty creepy, folks. It's really creepy. Weird masked man. And it always felt so real Absolutely. in this moment. He is standing atop leg the leg of the masked man is holding down another human. Oh, I don't know the human. I, I, I can't even put a face to it. This is part of the dream that yeah. you can never truly remember because it wasn't anybody I knew. And I don't. I think it was just unnamed fate, unnamed human, we'll call it. Okay. So I'm in the car and I tell my dad not to look at the masked man because he's yeah. holding some knife, weapon, or spear, <laughs> or whatever it is. Like, Dad, don't look. Don't look. Yeah. And I, I'm i not looking, and I peek over at my dad, and he's just locked eyes <laughs> looking at the top of the hill. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. So Almost like a bird box. I see. Yeah, he's just staring. Yeah. He can't stop. He's not listening to anything I'm saying. I hit him. Nothing. He's just looking. Yeah. So I look straight. <laughs> and the masked man's doing his thing, killing this guy, and he just... Turns his head, looks directly at us, and stares. Yeah. And at every point, every single night that I had this dream, I wake up then. That is really, truly terrifying. Absolutely. I think we're all happy you shared it. Because <laughs> what experiences in my life had led up to having that recurring dream? At this point in my life, I was as happy as I'd ever been. Yeah. No anxieties. All I had to do was go to school, played yeah. sports. I honestly, I honestly believe media influences it. True, that also could. It could have been something I had watched on television. Right, because I, I think horror films definitely influence dreams. I've, I've seen it firsthand. True. You, you watch a horror film. may not even be that scary of a film. You have some kind of scary dream, even if it's not related to the movie at all. Yeah. Because you had a experience with some kind of terror. Yeah. Huh. So that definitely happened. But what I was saying is great dreams happen, too. Yeah, you they do. You wake up and you're like, can't, and you're sad. You Did just it woke ended. up. Mm-hmm. Like you could so fly. Good. Yeah, like you could fly. That's a common one, I think. I'm, I know I've had it. I'm pretty sure I'm remembering the time when you did tell me that you had that dream. It just was a wonderful dream. Yeah. You were like floating. Just, just that will. You could start flying. <sighs> and then you just wake up. Yeah, But then, then there's sad dreams. Even if it's very unrealistic, for some reason you're just sad in the dream. <laughs> yeah. Just sad. Something happened. And it feels very real. Mm-hmm. I've woke up crying. Yeah. Ooh, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> and and so all this all this to say, like going off into dreams, is because Bring it home, baby. <laughs> everything in your life that you've experienced has been set to some sort of timeline. Yeah. I'm gonna make it through Monday so that I can go to this horror film with my friends on Friday and then I'm gonna have a horrible dream on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. 
everything is an experience. Time, as we know it, needs to be made the most of. That's all you can say. Yeah. It's not even cliche. Yeah, and you can tell, you can tell the time, you can tell the parts that were probably moving faster by the number of memories. Uh huh. There it, are fewer. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of us, me included, will have a lot of memories, tremendous amount before the age of five. Uh huh. And I, 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 and you'll remember them well, and you'll like smell a certain smell that takes you back to when you were three. Yeah. And how do you? It's so hard to even think about remembering something that was that far ago, far away. But those are time. some of the most deeply embedded memories. Mm-hmm. Much more time, than when you're 12 or 13 or 14 or 30. Also, I, I hate to go over it again as we're winding down. But do those memories, are they better? Or, or do we remember them more as an impactful? Because we didn't understand the scope of time back then. We were just living. Yeah, up until you start school, who cares what day of the week it is? You don't. Who cares what year it is? Who cares what day of the week it is? Who cares what time it is? Because you have so many left. Yeah. And you have no idea that you have that many left. You don't know anything about average life expectancy. No. You don't have any factors. You don't have any responsibilities. Your biggest responsibility is you need to shovel something in your mouth or you're going to die of malnourishment. Yeah. And just <laughs> that, that's the most responsibility you have as a young child. You've got to eat. Yeah. You've got to let somebody know that you're hungry. Right. Since you don't feed yourself in those early years. Yeah. Whoa. This is crazy stuff. Because I remember distinctly, we couldn't have been more than... I know we hadn't started school yet, but our family took a vacation to Eureka Springs. Me too. Which, go ahead. And I remember having, uh, hotels don't even have this feature anymore. You can no longer get, or you may have to request that you have rooms that have doors to each other. Right. That don't happen anymore. No, not really. In the older ones, obviously. But... We had a room, two rooms that were connected connect. by a door, yeah, and we used it. Mm-hmm. Over and over. Probably annoying to our parents. Yeah. And it's we had weird. these little binoculars. Right. From I think New York they were, Springs, Arkansas. I think they were pink. Yeah, pink from the Passion Play. Yeah. And I remember, it's weird, some of those three- and four-year-old memories I, that I have like that. Uh-huh. Like, I can remember one, I don't know if we went to a, an amusement park. Or what? But I, I think I stayed at your your guys's hotel afterwards, and we had a big tall souvenir cup, one of those long skinny ones. Yes, with the big straw. Yeah, that's just ingrained in me, and I have no idea what we did before uh-uh. we went to the hotel. I don't have memories of anything else. Yeah, I don't remember the drive. I don't even remember a lot of. I don't remember the passion play. I yeah. have I have mentally constructed things. Because of what I've seen. And if you think about it, part of the reason that we remember that Eureka Springs trip is likely because of how novel it was staying in a hotel. Yeah. I don't, we may have never stayed in a hotel before uh, that. And if we had, we were far too young to remember. Yeah. 
I'm going to go out and say that was our first hotel. It could have been. We were that young. Yeah. But I remember it like it, I could have been yesterday. I could have been a wee lad. We were like, yeah, we were like three or four. I'm going to guess. I'm pretty sure that's that was the age. No, it, it was for sure. So we may have stayed in a hotel before that, but not that we could remember. So in my perception, as I'm sitting here, I can literally feel what it is like to open the door or have you open the door and play with those pink goggles. But I can't remember walking down the hallway of the hotel. Right. I can't remember how we even got there. How did we ride? What vehicle were my parents driving at the time? Yeah. I don't know. But I know that. Yeah. Pink binoculars. I think staying you, in that hotel. There there's also uh, there's certain memories that you're gonna remember more. The most impactful. Uh-huh. Tremendously good memories. Tremendously terrible memories. <laughs> That's about it. Mm-hmm. Memory Ugh. That's a, I'm, literally, we're getting into topics you could talk about just for an hour. Yeah. But we're going to spare you. We're going to spare you because we know you are wanting to spend your time the way you want to. And maybe, maybe you stopped listening to it this far. Maybe you decided it wasn't worth your any single second of your 86400 <laughs> you get in a day. But we, I would like to say, and I, I don't know if I speak for everyone, but I would like to say, enjoy yourself. Enjoy your days. Do what makes you happy. If what makes you happy is work, by golly, work 12 hours a day. Dominate your dash, if you will. There it is. Yeah. There it is. We yeah. haven't said that on, we in a while. We haven't in a while. And I, and I feel like lately, I have been doing more of that. Yeah, I think so. I, I feel good dominating the dash. Yeah. Live your life to the fullest. All the cliches you could ever say about time. <laughs> time is money. You never get it back. You only get one life. You only live once. YOLO. But seriously, go out. Do what it is that makes you happy. Make a little bit of money. Get something that you want. Buy that candy bar. Yeah. Of course, fitting it into your daily allowance. (laughs) Just have a good life. Treat others with respect. Be positive. Show empathy. That's all you need. That's it is. That's that's the recipe recipe for success, folks. Everybody's life will be different, but you only get one. So might as well dominate it. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) But anyways, please, if you've listened, if you liked it, go look us up on YouTube. Leave a a comment. Please go to Apple um, Podcasts. I found out you get in to people's radar by having more interaction. That's how it works. Right. If your podcast gets interacted with more ratings, yeah. views, not even views, but ratings, comments, you you 
organically get more views. Yeah. You grow. That's why so many podcasts that are, you know, trying to grow mm-hmm. will do giveaways and stuff. If yeah. you leave a, you have to leave a review to be entered, but that because it thing. it increases your exposure. That's all it's about. Yeah. So please help us increase our exposure, please. Now I'm done. Is that it? I'm done. Are you done? Oh wait. You know what? Ah, oh, almost the best segment of the day. We got so into it that I forgot the best segment. We're going to go ahead and do it. What time are we at, Lennon? What time? Are we going over? Do we need a commercial break? Oh, there's no time uh, limit. I'm all over the place. you must know, 52 minutes. Oh, yeah. We're not even at an hour yet. We're fine. All right. Here's the deal. We do this every podcast. It will be a mainstay. I will not lose this one, even if we change the whole title, change the whole concept, do whatever. (laughs) I'm going to ask Lennon a set of 10 questions. Rapid fire. He does not know what they are. And then we'll speak a little bit on his answers. Are you ready? No. Almonds or cashews? Almonds. Hotel or motel? Hotel, I guess. <laughs> that was a little bit of a hard one. We'll go over that one in a sec. Analog watch or digital watch? Annie. Picture or video to encapsulate a memory? Ooh. Picture. Lobster or crab? Lobster. Pop or soda? What is your preferred term? Soda. Got me. Mug or A&W? Neither. Neither E3 <laughs> If beer. I have to pick one, I'll go A&W. Toy Story or Monsters, Inc.? <sighs> I see. That's a tough one. I mean, it's a genuinely tough. You pick two of the, the all-time greats, <laughs> but that's kind of the point, ain't it? That is. I'll go Toy Story, I guess. Lion King or Shrek? Uh, I'll go Shrek. DreamWorks or Pixar? Pixar. That was an easy one. All right, that was ten was questions. That was a that was a lob. I figured after giving you two hard ones in a row. Also, I forgot that you didn't like root beer. How do I forget something like that? I don't love it, but it's not your favorite. I knew I knew that. I totally by that I mean I don't that. really like it. So almonds or cashews? I'm. If you're going picking a nut, I'd pick almond. But I like cashew milk better than almond milk. Really? I actually had cashews today. Believe it or not. Did you in a a mix or just by themselves? Uh, Just cashews. Okay. Nice. I have cashew milk in there, unsweetened. Twenty-five calories a serving. Okay. It's wonderful if it's mixed with like. Say say you're wanting to enjoy a high-calorie, sugary cereal. Yeah. A, a good, unsweetened nut milk is is a nice pairing. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Nut milk. <laughs> I'm going to catch flack for that one. Um, hotel or motel was a little bit of a hard question, and what I meant by that was, in my mind, what I, when I think of a hotel, I think of like a Marriott. And when I think motel, I think you're on a fishing trip and you stay in a... Well, I think if you want to be absolutely technical, I think the mo- a motel has the exterior doors to your room. So it's Yes. Exterior opening doors. So you walk from your room to the outside world. That, that, then, yeah, I was saying that, but in a less good yeah. way. <laughs> but 
I almost went motel anyway because I have a lot of good memories with motels. That that's kind of where I was going with that since we spoke on it a little bit in the shit uh, in the show. Picture or video is a tough one because they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Right. Um, I would almost say picture too because then with a picture you get to go over it in your mind. The video yeah, is it's just up to you. The video is just you, straight what happened from whoever's. Point yeah, of you view. watch it. Yeah, there. That's what happened mm-hmm. but a, a picture you get to embellish a lot yeah you do <laughs> what happened you do oh man i remember this and that and that yeah but a video is just f- whoever's filming that's right. it shows you what happened yeah they can change it based on what they were seeing you can kind of yeah. piece together what you thought by watching another video but anyways i thought that was a pretty pretty tough one um, lobster crab, I would also go lobster. Depends on its preparation. If you're talking like just yeah, butter, yeah, dipping either one, I'm going lobster all the way. Right. Probably Steamed. would even yeah, probably even go lobster in any variation. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how many ways can you eat crab other than like steamed crab legs. Right. That's about it. Delicious butter. I guess crab cakes. Crab cakes. Crab bisque. <laughs> yeah. You can do mac and cheese with both. Oh, That's true. good. True. But most of the time, I'm going to choose lobster. I think I would, too. We have a very educated palate. <laughs> Sophisticated. <laughs> pop or soda? I almost thought you were going to say pop. I even right. started writing pop. I said, said pop soda. today. Oh, did you? Earlier, I said. Oh, yeah, you did. There's a pop. I should have known pop. that. I wrote these questions before you even got here. So, yeah. but I yeah. should answer the question for me. In reality, I usually say soda. True. When it comes that's, down that's to it. Almost just pref- whatever your preference is in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Toy Story or Monsters, Inc. Very tough one, too. The classic Pixar's probably would make it. As the highest seeds in any Pixar tournament. Right. Um, I also would go Toy Story over Mike and Sully. But uh, it's two great movies one. it is. You could argue based on well, my mood. Well, think about it this way. One has to be deleted forever. Which one are you deleting? Ooh. Obviously, it's kind of the same as answering which one's your favorite. But uh-huh. still. I don't know if I probably would go Toy Story just gun to my head. But it would be a tough choice. Um, Lion King or Shrek, so I I followed the really hard one with one that's a little bit different. It's two yeah. different companies, um, two very different movies. Yeah. <laughs> Lion King is a great movie, and I yeah, I watched it when I was a little kid many and many a time. Mm-hmm. But, but Shrek is one of the best movies, animated or not. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of where I was going with it. Something, there ever was. Something was like a childhood love or something that you still love. Yeah. I would also say Shrek. And then that spawned the next question. DreamWorks or Pixar. It's clear which studio makes the better films. <laughs> oh, top to bottom. Right. It is Pixar. Sorry about you. And with that, we have concluded Rapid Fire segment. We have concluded this episode... And we thank you. See you next time. Bye.